it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today and I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga or Things Yoga Relationships and Wellbeing and today I have a very special guest with me his name is Brooke Hazen and he is an erectile dysfunction expert author organic farmer lifelong athlete physical coach and health and fitness enthusiast now an author of You Are Not Broken a holistic guide for men and women to heal the pathways of sexual dysfunction and restore relational harmony together is his first book so yeah I'm really excited to talk to you oh me too I'm, I've been waiting so long I've been so excited to talk to you Gemma. oh it's been amazing so yeah so how did you kind of get into this what's your story behind it well um before I get into my story I just wanted to sort of set an intro that I want women to know that my book that I wrote called you are not broken is equally written for men and women um you know uh I do talk a bit more about men in the podcast because men are really in a, a kind of a epidemic state of dysfunction right now with their sexual behavioral choices, whereas women largely are not. You know, statistically, uh, 80% of men engage in pornography at least once a week and 26% of women. So you can see there's a bit of disparity there. but. As far as the healing modalities that I offer in my book, uh, which are both for neurological, um, energetic, and physiological, um, it applies to women too. And I want to encourage women to know this is for you too. And we're going to tell, you know, actually we share so many of the similar functions within within our bodies between men and women with our the same neurology, the same cardiovascular, um, same nervous and... Um, um, the same, even the same hormonal um, um, solutions we share uh, with bioidentical pellet testosterone replacement therapy. So I won't have a lot of time today to go deep into the physical healing modalities because I want to focus more on the, the sexual behavioral choices and how that impacts the relationship. Um, but um, I have come up with solutions really for all forms of ED for men. And, and that's why I do talk a little bit more about men because there there is a difference that i've noticed between men and women that has to do with semen release with um and especially pornography and semen release that is not the same with women they're not releasing copious amounts of precious resources you know growth factors hormones and nutrients every time they orgasm so i actually while i recommend semen retention for men we'll get into this too but while i recommend that for men for women, I don't necessarily recommend giving up orgasm. I actually think orgasm can be deepening in a healthy relationship for women. And so in the ideal, you know, sort of tantric, you know, higher level, you know, uh, soul, soul engaged relationships sexually, I see men, you know, 
changing some of their behaviors right now so that they can get out of dysfunction and into balance and um, practicing semen retention, giving up pornography and women, um, you know, bring, satisfying women so they you can, we can bring them to orgasm, satisfy them, which is not really happening sexually right now, but we'll get into all that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. And actually I've read the book as well and it is incredible. It really is amazing. And half of it, I didn't even know. And yeah, oh, you yeah. really opened up my eyes <laughs> to it. Thanks so much. Yeah. Well, God was definitely the inspiration for all this. I couldn't have done any of this without God. And I actually made a promise to God I would write this book. And But I'll get into that, you know, when I tell you my story. So. Yeah, yeah. No, perfect. It sounds really, really good. And something I think the listeners will really want and need as well because a lot of it especially in the uk i don't know if this is western or not but especially in the uk a lot of people don't really talk about it and and being british we don't like to talk about things like this <laughs> well I, I i'll help everyone with this because i know why um nobody's talking about it and there's a reason um yeah it's because we don't have solutions and but i'm going to get i'm going to give everyone empowerment and solutions yes perfect yeah so yeah what was your story yeah, so, uh, you know, I don't know if women are aware, but erectile dysfunction for men today is essentially a sexual death sentence. You know, the reason is, is because men are handed a lifetime prescription of pharmaceutical ED drugs with no plan to regain a healthy, vibrant sexual function ever again. Uh, it's, oh, no wonder, so wrong. Yeah, it's no wonder men don't want to talk about it because there truly are no solutions offered to them. And they're petrified into submission by these draconian and archaic um, measures that Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry are sort of walling them in with. And that's exactly why I wrote this book and why I, when I received my healing miracle from God myself several years ago, two and a half years ago to be exact, I made a promise with God that I would, I would write this book. And now I find myself in the most humbling position of being I as far as I'm aware the only person I know that on globally that is offering simple and easy holistic curative and preventative solutions for all major forms of ED we see today as an organic yeah. farmer I can't believe I'm in this position you know um, but anyways um, there really is no place for ED today and there's really nothing to fear anymore for men. And now that this information is out, I encourage everyone to spread it around. But, you know, Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry have zero interest in providing real solutions and getting to the root source of the problem. In because fact, of money, that's why. <laughs> exactly money, yeah. In fact, the moment that we empower ourselves and start to heal within, this poses a direct threat to the billions of dollars, as you said, that Western medicine and pharmaceutical industry make off of just offering two modalities. They only offer pharmaceutical drugs and surgeries. That's it. That is all you will ever find. Try as you may. That's all they have to offer. It's extremely limited. Um, you know, Western medicine, the pharmaceutical, pornographic, and insurance industries are the richest corporations on earth. They profit off of our diseases, dysfunctions, addictions, and imbalances. Pharmaceutical ED drugs offer a, only a small sliver of recourse targeting just the cardiovascular function of our blood vessels, jump-starting nitric oxide production, 
beyond what we're capable of producing naturally from within. And this causes debilitating side effects because, um, you know, essentially we are inducing blood flow to not just the lingam for men, but because everything in our body is interconnected, this includes the heart, the muscles, and the brain, and can cause sudden drops in blood pressure. It could is dangerous, actually. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, very. Um, and include the additionally, um, these pharmaceutical drugs have diminishing and failing effects over time for two reasons. One is that the root source of the problem is never being addressed. It's completely ignored. So it continues to progress underneath the surface. Um, additionally, as would happen with myself um, and with millions of men right now, I was being misdiagnosed and misprescribed uh, blood flow inducing medication when I did not have a blood flow issue. Wow. And the men do not have this. Um, I actually had what's called uh, porn induced erectile dysfunction or PIED. And this is a neurologically based form of ED, which we'll get into in depth, but um, this is the fastest growing segment of ED we see today and a predominant one that Western medicine has no idea what to do about. And so they just essentially misdiagnose and misprescribe. But as I was going through this process several years ago, it really deepened my relationship with God because I was going through uh, deep cycles of depression for weeks at a time. I was really confused and didn't know what to do. And when I came to the end of the line, uh, you know, when the last drug failed me, I truly had no idea what was gonna happen. I had no plan. There was nothing in front of me that I could grasp onto to help me, heal me. Uh, so I essentially just decided to let go completely. I put all of my faith 100% and let go into the arms of God and I prayed over and over for a healing miracle, a healing miracle. And it was at this time that God decided that I was finally ready and led me on the most unbelievable, unexpected, and beautiful journey of natural healing, growth, learning, and massive transformation, not only of my sexual health to levels I could have never imagined, but also my overall physical health, my relational health, as well as my mental and emotional health. And showed me how these are all inextricably interlinked and can never be separated, unlike what they want us to believe. Yes, you know? that is so true. Yeah, yeah, they really do. It's nuts. This, um, this energy, uh, this, this letting go that I talk about um, is integral in my book, uh, you'll find. And, you know, I want to encourage the listeners right now to ask this question. Um, what is it that's blocking you right now from becoming the ideal version of the being you're truly meant to be in life because there truly is something blocking it, you know? And I just encourage everyone to let go of the fears of the myths and misconceptions, the addictions and negative habits and the peer pressure from friends, family, society, and especially corporations, Yeah, you know? But where it all started for me was, you know, this, the miracle that God led me to was the website and book, Your Brain on Porn by Gary Wilson, which forever changed my life. And I recommend it in my book thoroughly. And I understand now so clearly and profoundly why God led me to this, because God wants all of us to understand the enormous power that our sexual behavioral choices and decisions have to either create 
massive dysfunction or massive positive transformation in all areas of our life. Um, yeah, so just by letting go of our addiction to pornography and semen release, by rebuilding our, our neurology, our, our dopamine namely, which I'll be getting into, as well as our chi sexual energy, um, this is the launching pad, the foundation for massive transformation in our lives. It's the key to unlocking the unlimited potential of our mind. It goes way beyond just sex. This is all inter interrelated to where we can actually um, do anything we put our mind to. And that's happened to me as well as hundreds of thousands of other men. Because dopamine is our drive, determination, will, and motivation in life to become the ideal beings we're truly meant to be. And she sucks energy is our life force. It's both yeah. our soul and our physical energy that moves through us. It has the power to create new life and the power to create our own life. So by, you know, when we talk about biohacking, that's a big thing today. And my book is full of biohacks. It's really one biohack after another interlaced with beautiful gems of philosophies and, and spirituality. Um, but Biohacking, for those of you that don't know, is using natural means to regain vibrancy, vitality, youthful vigor, and reverse biological aging. And usually we talk about it more physically with like superfoods and herbs and plants and, you know, physical healing modalities. But we don't talk enough today about neurology and energy that we have, that we've been given. These gifts are so powerful that they truly are in my experience, in the, in the experience of hundreds of thousands of others I've, I've seen and witnessed, these truly are our energy our, our, and our neurology, our dopamine and our chi sexual energy, are truly the two most powerful biohacks on the face of the planet. More powerful than all the ED medications and superfoods combined. Yeah, yeah. And it's also trying to unlearn everything that we have been told through society or through pornography or anything like that, that it's not that and that's not going to heal you what is going to heal you is going into yourself and using this using the energies around you yes absolutely we need to start honoring and respecting it and i'll get into exactly why when we get into porn induced erectile dysfunction and energetic dysfunction but i think first i want to describe for you you know i want to demystify for you and your listeners ed because there's so much confusion around it um it really is simple, easy, and clear regarding ED. Um, it's just Western medicine and pharmaceutical industry wanna make it so confusing and they wanna disempower us um, because um, basically they, they, they depend on us living in fear because they only have one mode of, of solution that they offer and it's not even a solution and that's the pharmaceutical ED drugs mm -hmm. that they're offering, you know? Um, and it's ignoring completely these other three forms of ED that I've identified. Um, so I've identified three major forms of ED uh, that we see today. The first is porn-induced erectile dysfunction. Um, we are now, Gemma, at the end of a two-decade-long experiment, a massive experiment on the minds and neurology of the global population with free internet porn. And the results are now in, and we're seeing it. And it's really scary and terrifying. We're seeing an entire generation of young men as virgins, mm -hmm. unable to have the first sexual experience of their lives and engage in any meaningful relationship. Now, can you imagine the horror of 
finding out that you, when it comes time to have your first sexual experience with a human being, that you're unable to, and you may never your entire life, and you're relegated to the dungeons of, of a fantasy of pixels on a screen. That's where we're at right now. That's one symptom of pornography epidemic that we're seeing. And I know men that have gone through this. I know men, my coach has gone through this and he's now a leader in the movement. And so many have gone through this terrifying experience. We need to wake up to the severity of this epidemic that's happening with pornography. It truly is an epidemic, which I'll get into why, but um, basically pornography is destroying neurology, energy, uh, it's destroying relationships and leaving men completely impotent to sex, their partners, and life itself. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so is it more, is it, sorry to interrupt me, is it just in the last few years or 20 years that because we've had the internet, it's been easier to access, whereas we used to go to, I don't know, news agents or, yeah, and, and buy a magazine. So yeah, absolutely. that Definitely. would be you'd have to actually go to a shop and buy something. Whereas now it's just readily available on tablets, phones, computers, everything. Yeah, for myself, I mean, um, it really grew with the internet. Um, that because it's, it's so, uh, we have so much novelty at our fingertips now in an instant um, that's free. It's, it's incredibly intense, you know, super stimulus, which, I'm going to get into that. We're going to go deep into a little bit deeper into porn-induced erectile dysfunction. But the second form of ED is is related, and this has to do with the semen retention, Dow, Tantra, Caretza, all of that. And basically, it's called I call it energetic ED, and it really has to do with men releasing their semen too often, and this creates a drop, a depletion in chi sexual energy to where we're essentially sexually exhausted and we're unable to perform well because this whole recovery period is just being blown away by the, really the addiction to pornography is usually, this is usually practiced together, but we need to be clear that the second form of ED, energetic ED, really is its own form of ED on, in and of itself, whether we practice it with pornography or even with a partner. Uh, we have to be aware of that, and I'll be diving into that deeper, but the solutions for these two first forms of ED is simple, easy, and free. All it requires is simply letting go. Let go and stop watching pornography and stop releasing your semen and practice semen retention. I know there's a lot of fear around semen retention and I'm gonna totally debunk all this because I didn't practice it until I went through this own journey myself. So I can really speak to people about what it really means because in the West, we're just so unfamiliar with it. But, you know, Western medicine doesn't make any money off of a cent off of these Two for the, the solutions for the two first forms of ED. It's really, our, we're the ones that are truly empowered to resolve this because they can't do it for us. Even if we want to give our power away to them like we have been doing, um, it really requires each person going within their own hearts and souls and searching, finding that, that strength to just finally quit and stop permanently watching, engaging in pornography and and, and choosing a real relationship, choosing reality rather than a fantasy, which doesn't get us anywhere. Yeah. Um, would you say it, in a relationship, we'll probably do it this a bit later, but would you say in a relationship that you can use it as well as physical sex, like the both of you, if you consent to that, would, would that help or not? Like watching porn you, while having sex or not? Oh, I, I, I really 
that's a great question. I really do not recommend it at all. The reason is, is because our neurology is incredibly sensitive and delicate. Um, every time we raise the bar on expectations sexually uh, with the nature of graphic material, uh, we just, we desensitize ourselves. We want to stay sensitized and harmonious with our partner sexually. We want to always stay sensitized. We want to, we want to sensitize ourselves to healthy, normal stimulus. The problem with pornography, which I'll get into, is it's such a super stimulus. Mm -hmm. um, but even with um, using the pornography in the relationship, this is going to cause um, problems in the relationship. It's going to cause expectations, desensitization, escalation. Um, it's not going to end well. And it usually, this is a, an addiction, and I'll get into why it is. And so it, it's, it's going to escalate. It's not going to get less. It's only going to get more intense um, as what's happening on a massive scale. 80 million out of 100 million men are engaging in pornography at least once a week. Most of those, I believe, is much higher than that. A lot of them are addicted, watching multiple times per day and engaging in this. Okay, wow. so that's the that we need to be Women are not aware of this, that men are hugely addicted. This is a major epidemic. Yeah. But so this brings us to the third form of ED, which I've identified, and I, I don't really need to identify it, but it, there are three. And this has been identified by, for us ad nauseum by the pharmaceutical and the Western medicine. And that's organic ED, which is basically blood flow, uh, restrictive ED and hormonal ED. Mainly, mainly they want us to think that everything is blood flow restrictive. Um, but really where we should always start, we should always start with the number one diagnosis should always be how often do you release your, your semen to pornography when someone comes in for an ED diagnosis. That should be the number one diagnosis. The reason is, is because um, even if we want to heal or get to a, a solution for organic ED, blood flow restrictive ED, if we don't look at uh, the neurological based ED, which is predominant, it's the fastest growing form of ED, and energetic ED, we won't resolve the ED. And that's exactly what's happening today is that on a massive scale, um, we are not addressing the two first forms of ED. And I actually think we are hyper-focused on organic ED. I think that while even younger people, but, but older people have had more time to develop harmful habits for, that have created blood flow restrictive ED and, and arteriosclerosis, uh, even though men have had, and women have had a lot longer time to develop these habits, um, we're still seeing this with younger and younger people today because, uh, and, and for people may have blood flow restrictive ED. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that we are hyper-focused on this and we're brainwashed and trained to focus on this for, for good, on purpose. Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry, again, want us to think that everything is blood flow restrictive ED. They want to completely ignore the simple, easy, and free solutions um, that I'm bringing up for porn-induced erectile dysfunction, energetic ED, um, because they only have this one small tool that they actually lucked out and chanced upon. This was an accident that they discovered some of these drugs, um, you know, that, that induce blood flow to all parts of our body, basically. Yeah, it's a pretty, yeah. pretty draconian uh, drug that just in induces your entire body full of, of blood. 
Um, and, you know, but we need to be clear that uh, with pharmaceutical ED drugs and even the natural ED supplement industry, which mimics the same nitric oxide production pathway as pharmaceutical ED drugs, they are not resolving anything. We need, this is where most people misunderstand. There are no curative powers in these pills. Um, a, a pill can never replace true healing because true healing always comes from making those lifestyle behavioral changes along with natural healing modalities. You know, pharmaceutical drugs were never meant to be taken for a lifetime. They were never meant to be the first line of defense. Surgeries and drugs were never meant to be the first line of defense. They were meant to be a bridge because we have ignored the root source of the problem for so long that now we're seeing extreme symptoms to the point where it's just meant to be a bridge if we want it while it gives us time to work on the core root of the problem. And that's actually what's not taking place in Western medicine because they depend, they don't wanna to get to solutions. They depend on a steady stream of the sick and dysfunctional in order to enrich themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Does, this, I, um, does this affect trauma to it as well? Or is that a completely different thing? Because I suppose that is a physical issue would be trauma but then it's how you then think after you've had that trauma. Are you talking about psychological ED? Um, no, I suppose physical trauma to the oh, people yes. for- Absolutely, yeah. There's, yeah, uh, and so, then it can then go on to psychological, I suppose. Yes, well, I, so I have solutions for, I, I mentioned the, the easy, simple, free and easy solutions for the first two forms of ED. And I actually went further in my journey I continued to dive deep, deep, deep over years into research for how to heal, how to resolve organic ED. Even blood flow restrictive ED, I found a solution for that. I get to the root source of everything. I don't hover around the surface. So I act, and even with, as you mentioned, surgeries or impacts that have happened um, to the, the lingam or the, or the pelvic region, um, we can use stem cells and PRP, platelet-rich plasma, to help heal that process. So I have, really have solutions for all forms of ED. We really have solutions today, and we should not be living in fear in this state that we're in that Western medicine is trapping us in. They're keeping us trapped. We need to break out of this, and that's exactly why I wrote this book and why I'm here. But I asked a simple question regarding blood flow restrictive ED. I asked, how can we empower our own body to produce nitric oxide intelligently from within whenever and wherever we want it so that we're no longer dependent on this mechanical, uh, awkward, and really unacceptable proposition of having to take a pill or an injection every time we want to make love. Love making is a wondrous sacred act that's not in harmony and flow with how this should be. We really should be empowered to produce our own nitric oxide when we want it so we can make love, right? And I and so I, I got to the root of how to do this and we absolutely can empower our own bodies to do this. And that's what Western medicine and pharmaceutical industry are unwilling to look at because um, essentially they stand to lose billions of dollars. So these are, you know, both blood flow restrictive ED and arteriosclerosis are, are the same thing. And they are actually the two richest institutions on earth that provide these ED and statin medications for both. The statin industry is the richest on earth. It has the highest grossing product in world history. 
is statins. So anyways, um, I can dive into it real quick and then I, but I really want to focus more on PID and, and, and energetic ED and then Tao, Chantra Karetza, bonding behaviors versus mating behaviors, that sort of thing. But I would like to tell you the discovery I made with blood flow restrictive ED that really can resolve any form of blood flow restrictive ED. And that's basically identifying the source. And Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry do not want you to know this. They don't want you to know the source because they'll never tell you the source because that's the secret to keeping them enriched. Is <laughs> yeah. So the source are free radicals. Um, free radicals ravage our endothelial layer, which is responsible for producing our nitric oxide for blood flow, including to our lingam and our yoni. Um, and free radicals come from four sources. This Again, this is all, there's no reason we can't understand this and heal it. Like anything else in life, we absolutely can. We can go to the moon, we can go to Mars, <laughs> or gonna, but we, we can heal this. Okay. So, um, they come from four sources and I identify this. We're going to identify this. We're going to eliminate it from what we eat, breathe, and drink. What goes in our mouth is really how these enter. And then we're going to also get rid of the symptoms, which is arteriosclerosis. So the sources are four sources. They come from heavy metals. They come from an animal-based diet, which is high in free radicals, carcinogens, and saturated fats. Um, they come from a um, environmental pollutants, which importantly includes microplastics, um, microplastics and also as well as um, other chemicals and pesticides, which are, all those are also hormonal disruptors too. So it's kind of twofold. And then the last is smoking. That's it. That's, I mean, sugars also impact our, uh, our endothelial layer. And I get into that in diet, my book extensively and um, some of my videos and stuff, but um, that's where it comes from. Those are the sources that we need to first recognize and identify and then eliminate by watching what we're, what's going in our mouth. And then we want to look at resolving the arteriosclerosis, which is a symptom. You see, what happens is that this is what we're not aware of, but scientifically, this is what happens when there's free radical damage existing in our, in our blood vessels. Um, the liver sends out increasing levels of cholesterol in the form of LDL cholesterol. Um, even if you're plant-based, you, your liver will in, in increase its, its LDL cholesterol production in order to go to the site of free radical damage and deactivate. In fact, LDL cholesterol is not bad at all. It's wondrous. It's a wonder of nature, a beautiful creation. It is rich in antiviral, anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant properties. Antioxidants deactivate free radicals. And that's why my protocol has a lot of antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, and adaptogens. Um, but um, it's actually incredibly effective at this. And so what the latest science is showing is that elderly are increasingly dying. Fatalities are increased in elderly that take statins from Heart, heart attacks and cancers because um, the statins, um, they actually bruise our liver to the point where it can no longer produce healthy levels of cholesterol. It takes away our liver's ability to, to create cholesterol. That's awful. And, yes. And then, it, and then furthermore, the pharmaceutical industry and Western medicine don't actually talk about the root source of the problem, which is 
free radicals. So our body's only mode of protection, as long as we're ignoring the root source of free radicals, is to create arteriosclerosis. It's, it's, like the, it's like blaming the ambulance driver as bad. You can't say the ambulance driver is bad just because they're at the site of an emergency. You have to identify the source. And so this is actually the very definition of malpractice. When you're having increased fatalities because you are taking away your body's ability to protect itself and you're failing to identify the root source of the problem, you do not want to talk about it. You don't want people to know about it so that you can continue to enrich yourselves. That's exactly what's happening. And it's causing death and illnesses to our elderly and to anyone that's taking these statins. So in order to get rid of arteriosclerosis, I'll try and speed this up because I'm going a little bit further into organic, but just to let you know real quick is that um, we can actually get rid of arteriosclerosis and Western medicine, the pharmaceutical industry, absolutely do not want you to know this. And they're actively pushing back against this in a disinformation campaign to try and um, keep this hidden. But um, it's through IV therapy. I'm really big on intravenous therapy. And this isn't just like salt water we're talking about. These are actually, we're using like chelators, antioxidants, nutrients, amino acids, enzymes, peptides, building blocks, and adaptogens. And now we can actually resolve through IVs, uh, holistically, autoimmune issues, not neurodegenerative and, and cardiovascular diseases, cancers, even chronic fatigue, mold, Lyme's disease. That's incredible. Through IV therapy, it's really the cutting edge of naturopathy. And I believe this is the wave of the future. But we can actually get rid of arteriosclerosis this way. And we've been doing it for decades. There's tons of studies on this, even government-funded studies. Um, we do it through using what's called a chelation IV called EDTA. Um, and that, that takes away our, removes the um, heavy metal and calcification form of portions of arteriosclerosis, while Plaque-X IV therapy, which is a, um, it's a phosphatidylcholine or PC for short, it's soy-derived, that backs out the plaque portion. And it's also anti-aging. It makes up all our cell walls. So this is also, you know, re rejuvenating our cells at the same time. And all these are, are, are not dangerous. They're incredibly safe. There's no side effects. Everything in my book, there's no side effects. But anyways, the, real quick, uh, the study uh, that is, there's tons of studies on this, as, as well as experiential evidence from other practitioners. I even did a study on myself. And I removed <laughs> mild arteriosclerosis um, after doing an ultrasound before and after doing this. But I'll just mention one study, which is a government-based study that is huge, that was resolved, um, finished, and, and it was so effective that it, it spurred the, the second study, which is ongoing right now. And it's called the TACT-1 study. That stands for Trial to Assess Collation Therapy. And that just looked at just the EDTA component, not even the Plaque-X with it. So that even with just EDTA, with one course, which is about 30 to 40 IVs, they found a 51% reduction in cardiac events and a 43, 43% reduction in mortality in patients with diabetes. Now, I'm going to read that again. A 51% reduction in cardiac events and a 43% reduction in mortality in patients with diabetes. Now, why are we not yelling this from the rooftops? This can be saving lives, and it is saving lives, but this should be practiced on a massive scale. And this is what in the future I truly hope we finally 
wake up to. We need to wake up to so many things, and that's why I'm here. But through diet changes, uh, which I get into in my book, through donating blood, through intermittent fasting, through bioidentical pellet testosterone replacement therapy, those are some of the other things, as well as supplements in my book. I have solutions for really like either preventing or resolving if you have blood flow restrictive ED or hormonal issues, we can absolutely enhance our, our sexual performance, which is our physical performance. There is really no division between sexual and physical health. They're completely inseparable. It's the same thing. The current state of our physical health, of our you know neurology, physiology, um, and nervous system, hormonal system, uh, is to understand that Essentially, when we are doing this pornography addiction, we are displacing our arousal for our, our real connected partner and displacing it into a fantasy, into a device, an iPad, an iPhone, a computer, a fantasy of pixels on a screen. But it doesn't stop there. It's never static. So <clears throat> even within the fantasy of the, of the pixels, of the devices, um, in order to get, because it's a dopamine addiction, because we're our dopamine levels drop and are depleted every time we engage in it, basically a desensitization process, we're actually forced to engage in increasingly, increasingly graphic material every time in order to get the same hit dopamine hits before, and in order to meet the same dopamine levels as before, because it's depleting. And inevitably what happens is that, and this happens to hundreds of thousands of men, is that we get to the point where we can no longer even get aroused to pornography, at which point we're really, you know, impotent to our, like I said before, to our partner, to pornography, and life itself, because, you know, this truly is a dopamine addiction. Um, we don't talk about this, but we need to recognize the reality. The yeah. science is very clear that it's a dopamine addiction. The science shows that um, dopamine levels and receptors for porn users are depleted to the same chronically low levels experienced by cocaine and morphine addicts. Wow. So, so we can't ignore this anymore. It's really on par at, with all major addictions. In fact, so all our addictions really are dopamine driven. That's what we're not aware of. These are dopamine addictions. In fact, the brain cannot even tell the difference between a, um, between a physical addiction to a drug and a neurological addiction to the pornography, which is a super stimulus. And it's a super, yeah. Pornography is a super stimulus because a lot of people aren't aware of this. It combines two major elements together. The first is, as we talked about in the beginning, is the novelty. Today, we have endless novelty at our fingertips that we can select for each individual specific arousal neural pathways combined with the second major element together, which is semen release. Now, it sounds a little technical. I'm not using the word ejaculation on purpose because, you know, when I start talking about semen retention and semen release, I want to make it clear. I'm not here. I didn't go through my own journey, and I'm not here to take away people's satisfaction and processes in, in the wondrous, satisfying act of making love. I'm here to actually help men get out of dysfunction. Yeah. And, and I've not even taken away, men in the West completely misunderstand that we're not taking away ejaculation when we talk about semen retention. And we'll be getting into this in a little more depth, but you know, um, 
with Tantra, we regularly practice what's called full body orgasm ejaculation without semen release. So this is where the lingam and the entire body actually experiences increased sensitivity and satisfaction. It actually has an ejaculation. Our entire body and the lingam ejaculates. It pulses, it, it orgasms. Um, the same feeling. All we're doing is we're blocking that semen from being released at the very end. That's it. That's um, incredible that a brain, your brain can do that as well if you let it and be open to it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's um, you do it by uh, stopping, slowing down, stopping, pulling out right before, and then using the Kegel exercise, which uh, Kegels are flexing the PC muscles, which is the around the lingam, around the, the anus, and, and in, in between. It's three points that you flex. And by the way, Kegel exercises are really effective at, at raising sexual function, at, at you know getting rid of uh, resolving mild erectile dysfunction. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Welcome to Inside Timer, the number one free app for sleep, anxiety, and stress with more than 100,000 guided meditations led by the best teachers from Great Britain and around the world. I am a teacher on this platform and it is amazing for sleep, anxiety, everything really. So come on over and check it out. It's a free app and it has over 20 million meditators on there. I have over 25 meditations for you to choose from, as well as the goddess academy of light course you will learn so much on this course and you have made the right decision to be here and be part of this amazing self-taught academy journey this is a self-taught 14-day course that you can take at your own pace everything if it is getting too much for you you are struggling with your relationships you're struggling with life this is one course that you need in your life you will learn how to meditate and journal so you have a clearer headspace to come at your relationship you will learn how to use EFT tapping method for you to feel completely stress-free. You will use breath work. You will know how to sleep better, have self-care and nutrition. You will learn yoga techniques, movement, exercise for you to be able to move through challenging times within your relationship and for you to be able to survive whatever it is that life and your relationship throws at you. You will also learn how to communicate with your partner better. And there are so many more different techniques and tools for you to have the best relationship with your partner and yourself. So come on over onto the Insight Timer meditation app. It is free to download. Just search it wherever you download your apps from and I will see you there. Because actually someone in my class the other day, because I always say, um, like in, in yoga anyway, in um, a downward dog, pull up your pelvic floor muscles. And then someone had said, do guys have that? I was like, I don't actually know. <laughs> and I should know, yeah. but it's I don't. The pelvic floor and, yeah. muscles. The PC uh, muscles are, are the pelvic floor muscles. And so uh, basically by doing that at the very end, the lingam still ejaculates. It's just that the semen's blocked from coming out. Because in the East, they've been aware for millennia. It's just in the West that we're incredibly naive of the immense toll that mm -hmm. semen release takes on a male. The moment a semen is released, a male will go through an intense neurological, mental, and physiological refractory period and process of replenishment in which dopamine levels crash, prolactin levels rise, 
And we experience mood imbalance, fatigue, and distancing in the relationship as the body pulls all the most precious resources of hormones, growth factors, and nutrients to replace the loss of the vital sperm. And the science shows that this is a solid block, most intense for the first few days, but actually continues to weave up and down for up to two weeks. Wow. Um, now I can tell you, you may not, you and your listeners that are women may not be aware of this, but men that, that watch pornography, and I've confirmed this not just with myself, but with others I've talked to, um, we don't release our semen to pornography once every two weeks. It's not even once every few days. We're well within this refractory period of daily, sometimes even more. So what this means is that uh, the majority of men right now walking around are experiencing overlapping dopamine crashes and entering into a perpetual state of chronic fatigue, mood imbalance, anger, irritability, and a total inability to connect in any meaningful way in the relationship. That's incredible. That is mad. And, and a lot of people don't really even realize it. And that's probably why they're getting a lot of relationship issues because, yeah, yeah because they don't understand it. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll explain why. Okay, so great segue into that. So, you know, the brain uh, is fascinating. It can't tell the difference between a real live connected partner and pixels on a screen. While we may minimize and justify that we're just watching a harmless fantasy on a screen, Every time we actually release our semen to novel pornographic imagery, our brain thinks this is real. Our brain thinks we are waging this highly successful campaign of mating, making love, having sex really, with a wide range of the most beautiful, uh, sexy women that we can conjure up. This is what's happening with men and also Women do this too, that, you know, as I mentioned, 26% of women engage in pornography. Um, and they experience what I call porn mating behavior when men do this. It's mating behavior definition is spreading maximum genetic diversity through novel mate selection. Now that sounds really backwards, really <laughs> archaic. This is like out of the dark ages, right? Yet this is what men are practicing daily and they're perfecting it to toxic levels. And then they're transposing this pornographic behavior into the relationship. And it's forcing women to make a decision. Either they go along with this and, and, and pretend like they're interested in this type of pornographic behavior and, and engage in that similar behavior, um, which I can tell you will end disastrously. It's only going to end in destruction. It's not going to get better. Yeah. Uh, or what I recommend is women set clear strong boundaries in the relationship that says, I am not accepting any place in a healthy relationship for pornographic use and addiction, um, toxic mating behaviors with unbridled semen release, climactic driven mating behaviors in the absence of any bonding behaviors. Um, because women, let me put it this way. If, if your boyfriend or husband um, was a raging alcoholic and was just causing all kinds of toxic behaviors from alcohol in the relationship to the point where you are just so unhappy. Would you just say, Oh, it's okay. You know, that's what everyone does. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm just going to go along with this. No, you would not. Right? <laughs> you would be like, look, we're sitting down. 
you're going to get, you're going to go to AA, you're going to deal with this, right? Well, that's what we need to do with men today, because it is truly an addiction on par with alcohol addiction, cocaine and morphine addiction. And trust me, this is what men need because men are not in a position right now to take control of their own lives. They are in the grips of a major addiction right now on an epidemic level. And really in a relationship, women can actually be the source because they want to be in relationship with you. It's just that they need that, that drive. They need something to wake them up because they are completely overtaken by this addiction and unaware of it because our culture does not make them aware of it. That's mental. That is, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. But then does this, so, so it does affect the relationship in general as well, because then the, the woman would be thinking, oh, it's something to do with me and that I'm not, I'm not that person. I can't get my boyfriend, my husband aroused like they can, like watching porn. So again, that's them making, as a woman, you feel bad. Yes, yes. Because you yes. can't, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what's happening that, you know, um, the next, I, I'm going to get into this in the next thing when I talk about the second form of BD and how to resolve that with semen retention. But this is, semen retention is the most feared and misunderstood um, concept that I bring up and that has the most myths and misconceptions around it. And people in the West, people in the East have realized the enormous transformative benefits and powers of semen retention for millennia for thousands of years that's incredible because i've never heard of it before obviously we're western but yeah, yeah. Men, i hadn't either but you know men um men have no idea what they're missing out on because they're just they haven't been taught about this they're so they just are ignorant about it but um the truth is is that men in their pornographic and semen release addiction right now because their dopamine levels and two sexual energy and receptors are dropping, they are already experiencing decreased sensitivity and satisfaction because that's the fear they have is that they're going to, they don't get to have that satisfaction that comes from sex. Well, the truth is they're already getting less satisfaction and sensitivity from sex. In fact, women can tell when men are lacking magnetism, drive, determination, success, clarity, mental clarity, emotional balance, communication, sexual performance, and they're going to run the other way. They're going to go the other way. While men have their their heads buried in their phones, the, the women of their dreams are actually walking right by, but they're not attracted to them because of their behavioral choices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so actually semen retention, because we're rebuilding, we're regaining healthy neurology, healthy dopamine levels and receptors and chi sexual energy. We experience increased, as men through semen retention, increased sexual sensitivity, satisfaction, uh, increased sexual performance, potency, and prolongment. Whereas um, when we unconsciously react and men release their semen after just the average of three to five minutes, wow. um, now we can prolong it to as long as we want. It could be 30, 50 minutes, but that's not what's important. What is important, it allows, it's really the only tool that gives us control now to slow it down, to smell the flowers, um, get in this dance, this dance that brings us closer to God and get in alignment with our partners because men are never been taught. So they're completely oblivious that women are on a 
different time cycle. They are only just getting aroused at the moment that the man is not only finished, but on top of it, they are distancing too. And this is not a healthy tool because it leaves women unsatisfied, um, perplexed, confused, and really this is a recipe for pulling away on both sides. So this is really a tool that brings so many benefits to men but and to women in a relationship. But the most important of all is, as I mentioned before, of semen retention is to avoid that dopamine crash with the fatigue, the mood imbalance, the distancing, yeah. pulling away, and the, um, the distancing and satiety that takes place that is poisonous, undermines, and ultimately destroys even the best-matched, well-intentioned partners. We all have seen partners that um, just seem like a match made in heaven, that we, they look alike, they talk alike, they think alike, yet they end up getting divorced or separated, or even worse, are separated within the relationship. Yeah. Um, and so Marnia Robinson in her book, Cupid's Poisoned Arrow, looked at this. Um, she looked at the neurology behind our sexual behavioral choices with mating behaviors versus bonding behaviors and how um, this creates these cycles in our neurology, in our physiology, in our mental framework or psyche that causes this, promotes this mating drive of seeking novel mates when we energize that pathway too much. So what we'll get into next is, is how we can, um, what the East has done is they figured out a way to placate this intense mating drive that is impossible to get rid of because it's so entrenched in our psyche. We can never get rid of it, but we can, um, we can use bonding behaviors to, to satisfy and, and placate this intense mating drive while building long-term connective, uh, sensual, um, meaningful relationships that can last indefinitely. Yeah, that's incredible. And also with the, so if you didn't do semen retention, then is it like a, like a woman cycles every month and then gets rid of um, the egg and the, I should know all this because I'm really into it, but I'm tired, <laughs> um, releases the egg every month. So, and clears herself out. Does that yeah. not happen in a man then? Like every time they ejaculate, it, it refreshes the fresh semen, I suppose, or not? Uh, no, there, there, there's no, there's no need to refresh the semen. Uh, this all gets cycled into our body. It's one big composting organism that we yeah. constantly cycling our, our hormone, hormones, growth factors and nutrients and our chi sexual energy during lovemaking into our body and our brain. And that's what creates this feelings of intense feelings of satisfaction, sensitivity, and an orgasm, full body orgasm is just cycling. There's absolutely no um, problems with um, practicing semen retention. I mean, a lot of men are addicted to it. And so they ask, well, how often can I do it? But I just make the point, why? Unless you're having a baby, um, there's no reason to, unless you're just really have to, because you're addicted to it. But physiologically, neurologically, mentally, it's absolutely seriously healthy uh, to actually um, keep these, these growth factors, nutrients, and hormones cycling throughout your body. And there's no set amount like a woman where, you know, it's replaced or it needs to be sloughed off, um, yeah. eliminated. That's not how this works. This is more neurological. It's, it has to do also with our essential nutrients that we want to keep in our body yeah. that 
men are essentially wasting away like it's has no meaning. Um, and they're just unaware that when they can harness it, we can actually take this chi suction energy and we can, you know, harness this and transmute it into our relationship where we can, um, you know, create deeper, more meaningful relationships. We can, um, as I mentioned before, we can work on, you know, men need to get unattached um, uh, to the, the goal of just having sex and getting to climax. Yeah. And I had to go through this process of this where, you know, and realize that sometimes it's not the right time to have sex and, and to be totally fine with that and to, and to, to not be addicted to that um, and to um, be able to see this as an opportunity to transmute that sexual energy into the relationship, to work on the bonding behaviors, to work on, which we'll get into, to work on, um, on communication skills, on, yeah, on our, intelligence, <laughs> our emotional intelligence. See it as an opportunity to work on that, on our mental acuity. Um, work on your, your hobbies, your passions. Focus it on other areas of our life. Um, you know, that, that's what they've been doing on the East where they've realized that our sexual choices, our, our behaviors can create enormous success in our lives. I can tell you from my own experience uh, that when I first found out I had porn-induced erectile dysfunction, I was actually so happy because I had been misled to think that this was blood flow restrictive ED. Yes. But when I finally found a solution, I was all over it. And I actually, I made that deep connection right away that that intense um, loss of confidence and sense of identity and depression I was going through was directly related, a direct result of my porno pornographic use and my semen release. And so I immediately joined the NoFap forum, which is nofap.com. It's a online forum of hundreds of thousands of men and women young and old, who have decided to quit the pornography and addiction and to, we commit to, as I did, to a 90-day commitment of no pornography, no masturbation, no orgasm. Um, or also, this is also known as monk mode. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and essentially, I mean, I'm, I'm basically doing monk mode permanently at this point, I guess you'd call it, but in relationship. Um, but the transformation I went through was immediate. Like within days and weeks, I started seeing massive transformation in my my moods. I had balanced mm -hmm. mood. Um, I had my mental clarity, my creativity, my passion, my intensity. This was all coming to fruition. And that's eventually how I ended up writing a book from all this. And most men that go through this find that their lives are incredibly transformed in a positive way on every level sexually that that's why I say men don't know what they're missing out on. They truly don't because they don't understand it. So we're afraid of what we don't understand. Right. Um, but sexually too, my sexual energy and as my neurology came back online because, uh, and that started happening within weeks. And then it usually takes about six months to a year, sometimes two years, depending on, at what age you started the pornographic addiction and, and the intensity of it, the graphic material, how often, that sort of thing. Um, uh, but that uh, basically what we're doing is we are resensitizing and we're rewiring, it's called. Yeah. So we're, we're resensitizing to normal 
stimulus that is a real connected partner. We are giving up this whole fantasy world by disengaging in any form of pornography and similar virtual imagery. And we're replacing, once again, our entire energy and dopamine uh, by rewiring to reality, to our real connected partner again. Yeah. And because we are tired, the men that have decided to go through this realize, oh my God, I was so exhausted during this process. And I'm so fed up with living a fantasy, with um, not being able to have reality, real sex with a real partner. And I'm just getting this, this, this mirage that's taking place, you know, this um, fantasy that really leads me to nowhere. Um, so eventually, as, as I started going through all this massive transformation, just by not watching pornography and semen release, this launched me onto, you know, my physical fitness program, because now I had drive, determination, you know, I had my T-sexual energy, I had my energy, my physiology, everything was clicking. I was so so in love with the transformation I went through that I didn't want to go back at the end of the 90 day process. And most men that go through this and women that go through this don't want to go back to the old behaviors. Um, so what I did is I sought out through taking classes and research, um, reading about Tao, Tantra and Karetza. And that's where I also found Marnia Robinson's book, Cupid's Poison Arrow, who, by the way, she wrote a review for my book and we're friends and, um, and I, I got, to, I found out she's actually was married to uh, Gary Wilson, who wrote. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so uh, it's basically a super couple. She, you know, he wrote the book on the neurology behind pornographic addiction, and she wrote the one on relationships, on bonding and mating behaviors. That's incredible. That is amazing, and something that is needed as well with, with everything. Yeah. Yeah, so um, anyway, so what I found out was that Dao Tantra and Karetsa have been doing this for millennia, where they have been using semen retention and bonding behaviors in the relationship to deepen the relationship, to, to make it a wholesome, loving, connected relationship. Um, and, and they do this by bonding behaviors. Um, as I mentioned, mating behaviors that's not what we want to cultivate. That's a dopamine-driven addiction, especially the way men are practicing it today and toxic levels. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Bonding behaviors are oxytocin-laden. That's a feel-good hormone. And they've evolved um, over millennia, over hundreds of thousands of years. It's equally powerful as mating behaviors. It's evolved around um, raising babies, um, community, family connections. And it really has to do with the attachment theory, um, that as babies, we're seeking loving cues from our significant other to show us we're deeply loved and nursed, like the way a mother, as you know, stares deeply and gazes deeply in the eyes of her baby. This sends incredible cues that this baby is loved and nursed. Well, the concept is, is we still need this as we become adults in our relationship. And so um, some examples of this are as I mentioned, you know, deep eye gazing, deep communicating, deep listening, um, slow building foreplay, sensual play, meaningful touch, caressing, holding, um, embracing. And 
especially honoring and cultivating the heart and soul of that special person that we are in partnership with, rather than what's happening on a massive scale right now, which is objectifying women into sexualized body parts with yeah. the heart and soul extracted from the transaction. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. And just because that's Western, Westernized or, yeah, I don't know, society, society is doing that. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, these are simple practices. Everything I mentioned are, are simple changes we can make. It's refraining from pornography, refraining from semen release, just practicing that semen block technique, um, allowing that to cycle back in your body and your brain. Um, and then employing these, these bonding behaviors, which will come naturally as we metamorphize again into that being we're truly meant to be that has been blocked uh, during our addiction to dopamine um, from the, receiving that light of God, we're naturally going to want to practice bonding behaviors in the relationship. We're naturally going to feel more connected. We're going to feel more connected with ourselves and with our partner. Yeah, because it's all about communication and it doesn't mean that you have to talk, communicate, like you said earlier, yeah, touch or anything like that is, is a form of bonding. I, men have no idea what they're missing out on with the, the, it doesn't have to be talking. It could be the most sensual sounds that are experienced as we are resensitized. We are now rewired to a real connected partner on a deep level yeah. because now we have very strong dopamine levels and receptors, very strong chi sexual energy. We've been building this up by only focusing on reality. We need to get rid of this pornography and any similar virtual imagery um, in yeah. order to, it's very important because if you, let's say you keep engaging in similar pornographic imagery, like virtual imagery, all these things keep this neural pathway going. And what we're trying to do is, is eliminate that, those old neural pathways because our brain is so plastic. It's constantly uh, changing into what we are, training it to do because we want to use our our mind and our soul to to train our body and brain what we want it to do so it's in alignment with our soul goal but it's constantly changing and so we're we're constantly able to develop we don't want to keep those old neural pathways going it's kind of like a road that we want to stop traveling on it's going to start growing over with weeds and yeah. eventually it's going to get overtaken by the forest again that's what we want to have happen we want to completely go into monk mode permanently. This is a life process, a lifestyle change. This isn't a thing where you take 90 days and then you go back to this addiction and start all over again. It's not where we go back to an unhealthy diet and heavy metals and smoking. We need to make the underlying transformative changes, lifestyle behavioral changes that get at the root source of these problems. We need to realize these aren't just suggestions I'm making. These are actually solutions for predominant, fastest growing forms of ED we see today. This is ED, and this is also how to reclaim our relationships because the pornographic epidemic has triggered a relationship epidemic for women because this is not, uh, this is not inseparable. This is, um, sorry. This is, you cannot separate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
this is completely interlinked. Um, that's what people don't realize. They think sex is just this isolated concept. It's in this isolated part of our body. No, yes. sex is life. It's interlinked with every aspect that can transform our lives on every level to a level we could have never dreamt of. I could have never, if you had talked to me three years ago, I was a different person. I was a shell in a corpse of who I was truly meant to be. Wow. Now embracing who I'm truly meant to be. I've found my voice, my power. I've found my mission. Um, I've found my moods, my clarity, my passions, my intensity, uh, creativity. I've found all of this by making sexual behavior, simple and easy sexual behavioral changes. Women have been doing this already. Yeah. Women are good. And that's, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that, that women, I don't recommend, I see a difference between like, some people think that, you know, women should watch, should, should maybe check their orgasms. I don't think, I don't believe that there's the same issue with women having orgasms. As I mentioned, I actually think because they're not releasing these massive amounts of, you know, essential fluids, mm -hmm. um, having this major dopamine crash, um, and then plus they're not engaging in pornography. Orgasms for women, when they're consciously used to, at the right time, to, to can be used to deepen the relationship, absolutely. And men think, well, what am I? Am I just a servant that I'm supposed to not release my semen and satisfy my woman so that she can have an orgasm? Yes, that's right. That's what your, your role is. That's, uh, but it's not what you think. It's not giving up anything. It's actually getting everything. By letting go, you gain. You know, by trying to gain everything, you lose. It's actually paradoxical. Um, semen retention is a paradox. It, and, and pornography is a paradox. Pornography, you are, you are losing everything. But I see we have two minutes left. Um, That's all right. We can carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hang yeah, on. So that, um... that you know we everything in my book has to do with this letting go. You know when we let go of. Did you know donating blood even once a year reduces the chance of heart attack by eighty eight percent? Wow. And now yeah. I do that. Uh, I, I do that. What do I do now? Three times a year, I think it was four for women, but now and it's four times and four times a year for men. But now it's only three times a year, and I think because of a woman's cycle, that's why. Letting go of how much we eat, what we eat, and how often we eat is incredibly transformative. Practicing intermittent fasting is, you know, uh, the only way to burn visceral fat, which is has to do with our healthy va vascular function. You know, in our in our in our neurology, um, it can it's uh, entering in, into autophagy after eighteen hours um, decreases our chance of having uh, cardiovascular disease and, and neurodegenerative diseases. Um, and yeah, so a lot of these concepts are free. It's just letting yeah. go, but we're scared of it. But I want to ask people this question. How satisfied are you right now with eating, loading up with three meals a day to the point where you don't even appreciate it anymore? How satisfied are you now with watching pornography constantly till you're senseless? till you have no more chi sexual energy or, or essential fluids inside your body? Um, how satisfied are you with all these? How satisfied are you with taking a pill that you have to take every time you want to 
to make love with your partner and, mm-hmm. and you're dependent on it. You're not sure if it's even going to work because it has diminishing and failing effects. How satisfied are we with trying to get more and more and more? Because I can tell you by just simply letting it, um, by just letting go of a few simple things in our life, uh, we experience transformation beyond our wildest dreams. We reach our dreams. We become that our ideal version of ourselves. we've truly wanted to be in life and we're truly meant to be. We yeah. can start feeling, looking, and being the healthy beings that we truly want to be on every level. It's all interconnected. Our neurology is not, we don't talk about neurology enough, but our neurology and our energy and our cardiovascular, our physical health are all interconnected. And so this all transforms through simple behavioral decisions, starting with our sexual decisions. And then now we're better able through those by regaining our dopamine levels and our and receptors in our chi sexual energy. Now we're able, we have that impetus, we have that drive to launch into a stronger physical fitness program, better health, you know, physically, um, you know, we, in our jobs, in our relationships, of course, you know, we cannot have the drive to engage in a meaningful relationship when we do not have any dopamine or chi sexual energy anymore, because yeah. that, again, that is our drive. It's, it's what moves us. It's what motivates us. Um, it's our, our chief section energy is our life force. When we're lacking in all that, we're unable to have a, 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 a deep, meaningful relationship. So again, this tra- these simple changes, I just want to encourage men and women who are also going through this, and then women who want to encourage their partner and want to try and salvage a relationship that is under a pornographic addiction, you know, to encourage all of us to, by just making these simple simple and easy, free, little behavioral shifts, that this is incredible, transformative on all levels. And we just have to let go of the myths and misconceptions around it and the little bits of fear that are blocking us. That's amazing. And would you say it is um, a good birth control or not? Uh, I don't think it is. Um, But if you're... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it right. <laughs> I guess in that case, you know, you'd want to use a condom or or something like that. But um, no, I, I my the science I've seen is that it's not effective as a birth control. But um, if you're okay with possibly getting pregnant, then yeah. okay. But if you do not absolutely want to get pregnant, then no, I would not recommend semen retention for that because there is a chance that um, you know. Uh, pre-cum doesn't have um, the sperm in it, but there can be some residual from before, or even if you get to the point where there's some semen comes out, um, sperm comes out, um, you know, you'd want to avoid that if you're trying not to get pregnant. But yeah, yeah, so that's a It's really interesting, actually. And when I read your book, it was really, it was different coming from, a man's perspective I suppose because I've never really thought about it and yeah everybody or most most men that I know do look at porn and I suppose in in men men talk about it but women don't and I don't know if that's just like the British way of of saying things that people don't really talk about things especially when it's personal uh, they don't shout it shout about it 
but I think it certainly needs to be more talked about, definitely. Well, again, um, that's true. Um, there is a cultural issue where men generally don't open up enough about stuff. But as I mentioned in the beginning, um, because of this corporate pressure, because of, the, of what's being shoved down our throats, essentially, um, we're being forced to think that this is the only solution is to take pills. Um, you know, that men are in a state of, of shock and um, fear um, because there are no solutions available for them. And so it's, it's hard to watch when I see counselors saying, oh, this, or even Western medicine says, you know, this could be psychological ED, you know? No, I don't buy that for one second. The reason men have psychological ED is because they ha haven't got to the root source of the problem. Yeah. Just like any other ailment, would you tell someone that had another physical ailment um, that it's psychological when you're failing to actually resolve the, the physical ailment? No, you wouldn't. Why do we do that with sex? Because they want to make it this myth mystical thing that we can never figure out. They want us to stay in a state of confusion um, so that we are dependent on them for a lifetime. That's mental, isn't it? That's mad. <laughs> it's really scary. And I want to say that's why I'm here. Why I'm not afraid to talk about this because I know I have God right behind me right now. God is with me on this journey to, because I received my miracle healing and I've gone through such a transformation, I made that promise that I would share this with everyone. And so I'm not afraid what people think about me. And that's what I want everyone listening to get to that point. Yes. Don't be afraid of what anyone thinks about what you're doing or tells you what to do. Yeah. You, the way you make decisions, what's right for you and, and let them watch you as you transform into the being that you're truly meant to be, because this is all opening up our conduits to receiving the healing light and love of God again, you know, into our hearts and souls by, you know, giving up this, this is this dysfunction. This is a dysfunction on every level. Uh, men are on a, uh, experiencing a massive dysfunction on a relational, neurological, sexual, spiritual level right now. Um, so this is a, a major dysfunction that's, that's happening. And it's because men are not making decisions that are in alignment with God's light. And women are doing this. Women are largely, other than the 26%, they are, they are um, rejecting this, this pornographic idea. Yeah. Whereas men are, are embracing it. I mean, initially, statistically, men, 98%, uh, 99% of men watch pornography for a first time. Um, and I believe it is around 35% of women, 34% of women, uh, or maybe it's a little higher for women. Initially, it's yeah. a little higher for women. I think it's actually around 50% for women. Okay. So initially, initially, we're both exposed on pretty massive levels to pornography. Yeah. Yet men continue at a hugely high rate, over 80%, whereas women drop down to 26%. Because women are not interested in falling out of alignment with God's light. Because I do believe that there are certain things that we want to do. We all know this. That there's certain things that we do. We want to be loving. We want to be good. We don't want to do wrong. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to murder. We don't want to do certain things. There are certain sort of rules and regulations that 
I can, I can see have to do with our sexual behaviors, have to do with this dysfunction around, it's dysfunctional and negative around watching pornography, plus what comes around with pornography, all the negativity and, and evil around it um, mm-hmm. that comes from, you know, the sex, s- sex slave industry and yes. um, drugs. And, um, you know, it's not a positive thing. Yet this is what men are getting drawn into. They're in the grips of it. And, you know, we need to realize that men are at war right now. Uh, they are absolutely on a massive level or at war for the, for their, their neurology and their soul. Um, and women are able to see this clearly because they're not in the grips of this addiction yet. Yeah. Again, imagine that 80 million out of hundred million men are addicted to cocaine or morphine. If you will, that's what's happening. 80 million to hundred million men are addicted to pornography, which is the same exact uh, processes, uh, dopamine addiction, as we experience with the drug, the physical drug. So that means that almost all men are not in a state right now to be able to see what's happening and to try and resolve it, which is why I think in relationship, women have the, I mean, if a man is not in relationship, hopefully they will come, they will, usually what men do is they go, they, they go to the NoFap forum because they have no choice. That's quite yeah. a, a masculine type behavior trait is that it's only when they lose what they want that they are humbled and they start to make those changes. That's honestly what did it for me um, when I was terrified at that. But in relationship, women have this, are really the only thing standing between men having a chance to maybe wake up and realize I love my partner and I'm going to do whatever it takes to quit this addiction. Yeah. Because the partner has is resolved. The partner is is strong and firm that if they don't clean this up and quit this pornographic addiction and the, the toxic mating behavior with just semen release driven climactic driven sex in the absence of bonding behaviors, um, that the relationship will not, you're not going to tolerate it. You're not going to tolerate this in the relationship and you will end the relationship. That's what has to be done. Just like an alcoholic, you have to put down the firm, strong boundary that absolutely under no circumstances will you allow them to continue to be a raging alcoholic and to destroy their jobs, destroy your relationship, destroy your family, humiliate you, embarrass you, um, you know, that that will, that you will take that step, even if it means that you have to end the relationship. Yeah. Because sometimes you may re- leave the relationship and then the man will actually make those changes when they see the state of their lives. Yeah. Well, um, they're losing, they, what they've lost. When they come back later, you can't wait on that, hoping for that, but you have to be determined enough that you are walking away. But there is a chance, very good chance, that they could make that change. But if not, then you're doing yourself a favor because it's ultimately going to end badly anyways, because uh, it's going to have been in uh, this uh, toxic kind of behaviors. It's going to end in uh, distancing and satiety in the relationship and possibly even cheating and even leaving yeah. the relationship. Um, so you may get your heart broken anyways. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what are two takeaway points from today's conversation? It's been amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, you want me to say two takeaway points? Yeah. 
Ethan, now that puts you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, get me into it. What did you like hearing? Um, just all about it, really. It's really interesting and that you can actually control your body and that you control your mind. And what, well, your mind is such a powerful thing. It really, really is. And more people need to really listen to their mind and the power of their body because it's incredible. And I really okay. didn't think uh, that you could, well, apart from reading the book as well, but I really didn't think you could not ejaculate. That's, that's one point that we are fully empowered. And I want everyone to take their power back, or take it away from Western medicine, the pharmaceutical industry, and, and start to research, empower yourself to heal, to get to the root source of the problem, and to have the courage. That's the second thing is I want people to find that courage, that fearlessness, that you're ready to make the change, the, the transformative change, um, and not just make little steps, but actually ready to make a massive transformation in your life to become that being you're truly meant to be and that God really wants you to be. Is If you could just listen to God and follow some, what God is trying to lead you to do through positive sexual behavioral choices and following that up with the courage to, to, to then transmute that into healthy relationships and healthy physical fitness, um, as well as your, your mental acuity and emotional balance and your success in life with your jobs and your careers and your passions. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Thank you. And where can we find you? What's your website or where can we get your book? Well, the good news is for those of you that want to get my book, it is free. It's the audio version. Um, actually in my own voice, I went into a studio and did that. That's amazing. Um, my own emotions behind it, which is beautiful. Um, and that's on my YouTube channel, um, Brooke Hazen, You Are Not Broken. Please subscribe um, and tell your friends. And let's share this with everyone. You know, I have solutions for ED um, that Western Medicine and Pharmaceutical Industry are blocking you from receiving. So let's, let's get this out, out there. Um, and it's free there. You could also find the free audiobook as well as uh, links and resources on my website, brookhazen.com. And if you want the paperback that has my scientific studies, I have a, a, some beautiful scientific studies. Um, you'll find the paperback on Amazon, You Are Not Broken, as well as the Kindle version. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been incredible. Thank you so much, too. It's been an incredible opportunity. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thank you all for listening. Thank and you. On your journeys. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon.